Who is the most valuable dynasty wide receiver right now? And who might be a surprising one inside the top 10? All that more this episode of Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Podcast, part of the Locked On uh, Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football uh, franchise, and this game is for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON in the game. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. She is Kate Magic. Follow her on Twitter at Kate Magic. Kate, today we are discussing the top 10 dynasty wide receivers moving forward. How are you doing today? I'm feeling good. I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna come up with some some fun names, and then on tomorrow's show, we'll be uh, going through our top ten dynasty running back rankings, which is way harder, There's by the way. Way harder. My God, I I struggle because uh, you know there are a couple of injuries in the running back column that just make things a little bit more challenging. But Marcus, there's. There's a lot, there's a lot to discuss. So let's just yes. dive right in you what we're going to do. One. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to draft these top dynasty wide receivers. We're going to uh, essentially come up with our own consensus rankings. Number one, I think is a top everybody's consensus rankings. Justin Jefferson, wide yeah. receiver one, 23 years old. He's been a wide receiver one in 41% of his games since his rookie season Averaging 20 PPR points per game. Holy crap. Uh, 15 games as a top five wide receiver in that span. Justin Jefferson is a stud. He's a record breaker. He is a difference maker. And he is doing some really, really special things over the last two seasons, despite the fact that, uh, you know, they've, they've had Adam Thielen, who hasn't necessarily been perfectly healthy. But we know that he's capable of being a little bit of a target hog. We've seen Justin Jefferson uh, have a, a really nice target share, almost 30% of the team's targets, 40% of the team's targeted air yards, which leads all wide receivers in the NFL over the last two seasons. He's a stud. He has opportunity. Let's roll. So I made this cute little graphic the other day about CeeDee Lamb in uh, his number of receiving yards in the first three years of his career. And he came in at like number 19. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Uh you know, he, he's starting to, to really break out. You scroll to the top of that list. It's uh, CeeDee Lamb, by the way, 3,200 receiving yards through three seasons. Justin Jefferson through three seasons, 4,700 receiving yards. I mean, just he's a freak. Bonkers. He's, he's 600 yards ahead of number two on the list, and that's Randy Moss with two games still left to go. I mean, there's going to be a bigger gap between Justin Jefferson and the number two receiver than any other gap in this list. Like it's just that massive. It's that massive. And what's interesting is I think heading into this season, a lot of people, uh, you know, I feel like including myself looked at Justin Jefferson and who I'm going to assume is your number two pick as sort of one, a one B let's hear your number two. 
Yeah, it's Jamar Chase. And of course. Funnily enough, the other receiver at LSU, Chase was the one that put up big stats in uh, in college. Now it's Jefferson putting up big stats in the NFL. I don't know. I actually feel like Chase has been better. He's missed a few games because of the hip injury uh, this year. But okay, he's averaging 87 receiving yards per game, which is up two from last year. He's still scoring touchdowns at about the same rate. There's just a lot of stability here between his talent, his role in the offense, the quarterback. Uh, I think Chase is an easy pick at here at number two. Uh, yeah, I think talent, opportunity, dominance, uh, all of that uh, brings him like as the clear cut uh, dynasty number two wide receiver. But I will say what breaks the tier for me is that level of volatility. We've seen a lot more volatility of Jamar Chase than we have between you know Justin Jefferson Justin Jefferson Jefferson has been the much safer option though we know the ceiling is sky high with Jamar Chase he's finished as a wide receiver 3 in 50% of games over the last two seasons so like yes is he uh, ha- has he once put up a performance of more than 50 PPR points yes of course uh but like we know that you're not necessarily going to get a breakout game every single week. He's going to win you lots of weeks, but he can lose them for you too. And Jeff, Justin Jefferson just doesn't have that element uh, as yes. firmly ingrained into his game. All right. So we got Justin Jefferson at one, Jamar Chase at two. At number three? Got to got to roll back, Marcus, uh, to one of my favorites, A.J. Brown, who I, I just – discussed not too long ago as uh the you know like the Tyreek Hill uh to the Jalen Waddle of I don't know what was my metaphor I don't know but AJ Brown feels like a uh, like a discount him and uh my friend Devonta Smith feel like the discounted version of the Miami Dolphins receiving core he is a top five dynasty wide receiver is a top three dynasty wide receiver we've just seen him be so dominant we see him uh, in this offensive system with Nick Sirianni that is, um, I mean, basically flawless. There's no flaws in this game whatsoever. Uh, if they're not getting it done on the ground, they'll get it done through the air. But a staple in this offense has been A.J. Brown. He's got the size. He's got that rapport. Uh, he's kind of got everything you need. He's got that ceiling. Uh, three he's games of 100. He's got that dog in him. I've seen the x-rays, man. Uh, three games of 150 or more receiving yards this year, uh, two games of multiple touchdown performances. Like this guy's a league winner. Um, he is a weak winner and his floor relatively safe. Uh, yeah. he, he feels like uh, as long as he's in the system, uh, hopefully they get Jalen hurts on a long-term deal. This could be something really special for a long time to come. All right, at pick number four, I'm going C.D. Lamb. Th- this one's pretty easy for me. We're going pretty chalk right now. C.D.'s gotten better every single year in the NFL. Uh, he's already at over 1,200 yards from scrimmage this year, this year, and that's with Dak missing five games. Okay, In his last nine games with Dak, he's averaging over 90 yards per game. He scored six touchdowns. He's only 23 years old. He's going to be the number one receiver there for a long time. I, I think this is pretty clear for me. See, I that I'm kind of relieved, honestly, that that you drafted CD there. I love CD Lamb, and I've said I've I've been extremely 
uh, impressed with the progress. He's starting to look like that alpha wide receiver. But like, you know, when we're looking at in in terms of ceiling, in terms of upside, in terms of floor, uh, he's still through. He's played one fewer game than he has all of last season and the year prior and still only has two more top 24 performances Mm -hmm. than he had in either of those two years. It like he feels like a very safe option. He feels like um he doesn't have the but, ceiling of some of these other receivers because yes. his game is based on efficiency. Like he's averaging 11 yards per target like over the last four games. He's just not going to get 14 targets a game like Justin Jefferson will occasionally. You know, I, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, he's 23 years old. There's plenty of time to uh, see him continue to yep. grow in his game, but. Um, I'm glad you took him off the board because I do think that there are some other uh, interesting options. So me I, to me, this felt like a consensus top four. Now it's going to get a little wild. Okay. But before we get into <laughs> pick number five, I want to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by the ultimate football GM app. Uh, if you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, then this app is for you. You can manage every strategic aspect for your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're going to be responsible for just about everything, including hiring coordinators, making draft picks, signing free agents. Uh, you can even set like how much the hot dogs are going to cost in the stadium. It's, it's pretty inc- incredible. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. The Ultimate Football GM app is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go and as you want, when you want to. Locked on Dynasty listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. That's Locked On, so make sure you check it out today. Download the game. All you have to do is visit the ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, Kate, you have the floor. Pick number five. Pick number five. I think I'm going to surprise some people here because I'm going to go with a uh, an older model here. But I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs, who, mm. yes, is, is 29 years old. But you cannot deny the talent. You cannot deny the connection he has with Josh Allen. Tied to a quarterback in a tremendous offensive system. And, I mean, Marcus, despite the number of weapons in this offense, he's seen almost a 27% target share over the last two seasons. Uh, has just completely dominated in terms of his upside, ranks third in receiving yards in that span, has had 20 receiving touchdowns since last year. That is the third most among wide receivers. I just think what this team has is too special. Stephon Diggs' role, too special. His skills as a route runner, too special. The quarterback, too special. It's too special. I'm taking him number five. A lot of safety there. Um, you know, it he's somebody and upside does, though. And upside because he does get a lot of targets. Now it's just the age, but I think somebody like Stefan Diggs, his game is going to age really well. Uh for me, at number six, taking Jalen Waddle, only twenty-four years old, back to back seasons of at least a thousand yards. Uh he's gonna be at like fourteen hundred yards by the time the season's over. He's already scored eight touchdowns. One of the most explosive players in the league. He's actually second in the NFL in yards per route run right now, only behind teammate Tyreek Hill. And the quarterback situation has been in flux all year, right? We had Skylar Thompson play two games. We had Teddy Bridgewater start a game. Tua's been in and out of the lineup. 
and it hasn't really mattered. And he's still been super productive. The upside's there. Uh, the efficiency's there. He's averaging almost 19 yards to catch this season. I'm taking Jalen Waddle, pick number six. I, I think that's uh, an excellent pick. And that was one of the pick, or, you know, I, I've sort of wavered uh, in my number five spot between Jalen Waddle. I think, obviously, tremendous upside and gets that that nudge in terms of age. I think Stefan Diggs for me gets that, uh, that tiebreaker there in terms of safety, mm-hmm. but I-, I love the pick for my next play. I'm going to go ahead and go back to the well of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm going to go with T Higgins, who I-, I think it just really gets lost in the shadow so often mm-hmm. behind Jamar chase T Higgins, not even 24 years old yet. He's, he's ginormous Marcus every time I watch the Bengals play and every time I see T Higgins catch the football I have to remind myself that is T Higgins he is a wide receiver in the NFL and he is not a tight end because his big body just everything he does everything about his game screams size dominance and and yet he moves like a wide receiver he has the finesse of a wide receiver uh, you know, T Higgins for all of the volatility that uh, you get from Jamar Chase, who we ranked as our number two wide receiver. I think you get just as much safety and upside in T Higgins and you get that at a discount tied to an absolute stunner at quarterback. Um, I, I think there's so much to like here about T Higgins. I and I feel like we've barely cracked the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, if you look at his stats compared to like CeeDee Lamb I mean, in their first three years of their career, they're nearly identical, and you're getting him four spots later. Uh, the talent's insane. Uh, we we know how dynamic he can be. I think that's a that's a great pick. Uh, Kate, mine here at number eight. Maybe a little bit of a surprising one. It shouldn't be, though. It's Cooper Cup. I know there's other guys that are a lot younger. If you want to go Debo Samuel, if you want to pick an Amon Ross St. Brown, but it's Cooper Cup. He, Last year had a ridiculous year, almost 2,000 receiving yards, 16 touchdowns. Kate, he was on pace to have another ridiculous season. Through these first eight games, he was averaging over 100 receiving yards per game. He was averaging nine catches. Uh, He already scored six touchdowns, uh, excuse me, seven touchdowns, including the rushing touchdown. He's a little bit older, and that's going to scare people away. He actually turns 30 in June. But I don't see any reason why he can't be like the wide receiver one over the next two years because of how he's used in that offense and just how good he is. I, I think getting him at wide receiver eight is a huge steal. He's played just 26 games over the last two seasons, still ranks second in terms of receiving yards leads all wide receivers and receiving touchdowns. Um, I mean, (laughs) what's not to like, he's just a good player. He's a good player. He's so dominant. He is a focal point of that offense. I think, regardless of situation he's just been the guy regardless yes. of quarterback he's been the guy he's that dude um he is that dude he's got that dog in him <laughs> two more picks left uh and then we're going to recap but before we do that kate i want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by audible audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love that's why you'll be able to find an episode from the league available as a bonus episode on Lockdown NFL, narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Richard Sherman and sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks. The League is an eight-part docuseries about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite uh, sport, pro football. 
there's a bonus episode called The Way of the Cowboys, uh, which is an incredible story about how the 1977 Dallas Cowboys brought in Bruce Lee's protege to teach their defense martial arts. Each story offers equal parts history and entertainment and social commentary. Head over to Lock.NFL for a bonus episode of the league or catch the full series wherever you get your podcast available. Now, Audible, get in the game. All right, Kate, your final pick here at number nine is? Amonra St. Brown, wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Look, I know Jamison Williams uh, is coming back. I know Amonra St. Brown, though he's had a ton of explosive games, he's also had some down weeks this season. But I, I still think it's so hard to argue since week four, or sorry, week 13 of the 2021 season when he had that absolute league winning performance. He has been a wide receiver one in 50% of games. He has been a target hog. He has been absolutely dominant from a fantasy perspective, averaging just under 20 PPR points per game. Uh, the beautiful thing is that uh, with the target share he's been seeing, he's got a relatively safe floor because he is a PPR machine. But we also know that this is an offense that is trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. We know that this team is trending in the right direction. And I talked about it on yesterday's show. It feels like they've found some stability at the quarterback position. I'm not scared of uh, these receiving options anymore. And I think I'm on St. Brown, uh, a prospect I wasn't even super high on coming out of college is just so freaking clutch wide receiver seven on yep. the year. He's, he's, going to continue to dominate uh my last spot this one's really tough because man there's some good players left on the board Devonte adams is having an awesome season yeah debo samuels 26 years old uh and one of the most fun players in the league i really thought about putting chris olave at this spot because yeah. i love chris olave but the answer is tyree kill i i, I yeah i'm actually kind of surprised that he lasted this long Tyree Kill is yeah. still incredible. This year, despite all the uncertainty, um, at quarterback, okay, he's over 1,600 yards and seven touchdowns. Uh, he's He's been over 1,300 yards in three straight seasons. The only year that he wasn't over 1,300 yards was 2019 when he had high ankle sprain. But 2018, 1,600 yards, 2017, 1,200 yards. He still looks as fast as ever. Um, and I think I, I just think he's going to be a top 10 dynasty or top 10 fantasy receiver at least for the next three years, if not longer than that. I, I'm shocked that I got him here at number 10. I love this pick by you, and I'm kind of bitter and hateful and spiteful at this point. Um, Marcus, I'm going to give you a surprising stat. So everybody was worried about uh, what Tyreek Hill would do going to Miami with Tua. Um, and, and that was when we knew Tua was the quarterback, right? And and now there's all this uncertainty. We've seen, uh, you know, Skylar Thompson in the lineup. But he has already tied. There's still two games left in the schedule. Um, and he's already tied his career high for top 12 weeks, uh, which ridiculous? was seven. Rid- absolutely ridiculous. He's actually broken his career high for top 24 weeks as a fantasy wide receiver. Um, that leads the league in intended air yards, third in targets, second in reception, second in receiving yards. He's the wide receiver two on the year. And um, that's again, amongst a lot of volatility. Yeah. We've seen that it, you know, I, I think Mike McDaniel and the offense he's running and executing, especially alongside Jalen Waddle, 
you're going to get um, a, a lot of production out of this receiver, even though he's a little bit older. Um, he's that perfect staple for your team that you think is going to make uh, a run at a championship for the years to come. All right. So just to recap, our top 10 dynasty wide receivers, Justin Jefferson at number one, Jamar Chase at two, AJ Brown at three, CD Lamb at four, Stefan Diggs at five, Jalen Waddell at six, T Higgins at seven, Cooper Cup at eight, Amon Ross, St. Brown at nine, and Tyreek Hill at 10. Kate, I really like the list. The only thing I might switch is Ahmad and Ross St. Brown and Tyreek Hill, but even then it's that's debatable. So I think that's pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um I I, I do hate myself for allowing Tyreek Hill to fall. Uh what gave him Ross St. Brown was the the edge in terms of age. But there you go. I, I think we did pretty well here. Let's talk about quickly before we close out the show, let's talk about uh, some of those fringe guys that you mentioned, we just miss, missed out on uh, Chris Olave, one of yep. those names that uh, I think both of I both of us were kind of thinking about with our last picks, uh, along with Devontae Adams. Um, how Samuel. far, Debo Samuel, um, I, one name I'm very curious about for you, how far outside of this top 12 is DK Metcalf, or top 10 is DK Metcalf for you right now? 25 years uh, old? Um. I think after Devontae Adams and Debo Samuel and Wilson and Olave is where I start to consider Metcalf. So probably talking about 13, 14, 15 in that range. I, I will say, Kate, I think after Metcalf, there's a pretty big drop. Like once you get past Metcalf or Metcalf and Olave and Wilson and you get down to the Chris Godwin and Drake London and Pittman tier, I think it really drops off. I I am inclined to agree here Marcus I think we've got ourselves a a perfect consensus top 10 and I'm excited to see what we can do at running yes. back oh gosh I want to talk about <laughs> Whew. Yeah, make sure you guys are turning in tuning in for that show tomorrow we want to thank you for tuning into this show and making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen today now make your second listen to Lockdown Sports Today podcast Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you get Locked on Dynasty. Follow Kate on Twitter at Kate Magic. Got to remember, at Kate Magic, not at, at FF Ball Blast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.